We back in the lab, we making some noise, so go turn your decibels up. Yeah. Black skin, white coat, oh no, who was nice as us? Made Jim Sam really told us no limits, so we about to take this up. Went from mixing in the kitchen to the lab, and now nah, I can make this up. Be side, be scientist, be side, be scientist. We shining a light on the people of color to show them how fly it is. Be side, be scientist, be side, be scientist. We back in the lab with white coats on our back, time to show what time it is. Hey. Black Science Coalition and Institute, or B-Side. When you hear this noise, that is our in podcast citation. So please check out our citation list on b-i.org backslash b-scientist. And as always, we have the dope chemist herself. Jana Carpenter. I'm not sure if I said my name. Yeah, what's your name, dude? I'm Jordan. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> nice ge- to meet you, Jordan. I'm a geoarchaeologist. <laughs> that's, just, that's just how this year has been going. <laughs> Yeah, 2021's been interesting for sure, and it's it's got our it's got its side effects, I would say. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's it's been overall. How do you feel about this year? I feel like I might still be alive. Fair, I fair. think. Yeah. It might be a Mandela effect. I don't know. Mm, mm-hmm. Just kidding. I'm I'm here. <laughs> I'm good. Okay. How cool. are you? Um, you know, chilling. I guess. It's been a weird year. Yeah. Uh yeah, I don't know if I could say anything besides that. I don't I I don't think there's any other word besides weird. I'm sure there is. I just don't have the vocabulary for it. So it's been a weird year. Yeah, I mean I guess we could like treat it like every other like major corporation after a tough year that we all <laughs> realize was after things change after the right. it's just like mm-hmm. the aftermath of, of the pandemic in 2020 yeah. um yeah can't say that my vision's gotten any better Mm-mm. but um I, i've seen some things yeah i mean yeah i don't even know what to say jenna it's just been, yeah. yeah yeah i mean certainly i feel a little bit more like i understand what grad school is mm-hmm. as an institution as an institution, it's a good way to put it. Do I feel smarter? No. Mm. No. In fact, I feel less smart. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's great and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that's great and stuff, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I guess we've both kind of had some ups and some downs mm-hmm. from 2021. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go into all the details about some of the things that's happened because they're still kind of in flux, but I'll talk about it when I have more information. Right. Mm-hmm. For me, at least, I think that my mental health uh, has taken a downturn mm. as as a side effect of 2021, 2020, like the pandemic and just the culture of grad school Yeah, has kind of just weighed down on me a little bit more than I was anticipating. I don't know that I should say much else besides that, but it's definitely not been great. I um, I mean, I've honestly had similar experiences, to be honest. it Grad school culture puts a huge toll on your mental health, honestly. there's And then having to do it in a pandemic does not make it easier. And so. especially not being black. Oh, um, no. So it just, there's just so many layers. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, what are some good things that have been happening? Right. So today we're going to talk about the 21 good and bad things we liked about, liked and hated about 2021. Yeah, we made you, a list. You know, you got you to gotta take the good and, the, and then you got to take the bad and you got to take them both. Right. Exactly. That's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. So. No, it's fair. So we're going to start from the bottom of our list, starting with number 11, gaining new members. We... It's not like we gained a lot of new members, but our community did grow this year. Um, we really, we, we didn't really, I don't know when we started actually putting it out there that we were taking members now, to be yeah, honest. I feel like probably towards the beginning of the year, mm. um, Janae definitely kind of boosted that a lot right. on social media. And I think as a result, that might've been like some of the gain that we earned, mm-hmm. um, like starting in the beginning and then 
honestly throughout it's just seemed like a lot more people are interested Mm -hmm. in what we do and have honestly offered a lot of really good input yeah for sure i i didn't get a chance to go to some of our um meetings at the end of the year but yeah it seemed like people who were coming into those were putting out really good ideas yeah yeah a lot of them were showing up to the general meetings and it was really great to be able to you know get to know new people and hear perspectives that i i needed Mm -hmm. to hear because a lot of these ideas i i would have never been able to think of so i think it's just been nice to grow our community and uh be able to kind of expand our perspective a little bit yeah i'm excited to have a full year with really advertising that we will be accepting members and seeing where it goes from there especially since we've been talking for a while now about the magazine which is i think um i actually was working on that not too long ago and it's finally like looking like something that you would see in a magazine mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. i don't know but it's it's coming together and f- the final part of it is just making sure that when people um visit the site that they can read it okay and then also if people are writers that they can access it fairly easily and then after that i mean it'll be pretty smooth but i hope our members are part of that too yeah Mm -hmm. yeah it'll be something really special i think that we've all been really looking forward to like getting off the ground Mm -hmm. so yeah the more the merrier um and i think it'll be something really good for us in the new year so right right so switching over to the bottom of our list of things that we did not like Mm, um, right uh, (laughs) pipelines along indigenous reservations um, in land important to wildlife um, so that was one you put can you explain it for yeah me a yeah so of course i i think maybe some of us might remember last year during 2020 when the trump administration kind of pushed forward the pipeline construction in alaska um and this cuts across all kinds of really important wildlife not to to also include indigenous land and so already a lot of this area uh, occupied by indigenous people has already been just like exploited um there's already been conditions of of poor water quality in these areas Mm. um and a lot of the protesting that went on was done by indigenous people who are arrested for fighting for their own land which made no sense definitely doesn't make any sense and so now the biden administration um has not been so forthcoming on stopping this pipeline not only just in alaska but also now in minnesota Mm -hmm. and so this is still ongoing and and it's affecting a lot of people and a lot of wildlife and i think it's just not great all around that in any case where indigenous people are being exploited i'm just like seriously seriously america are we really gonna go down this line again um but yeah this is something like you know we have the power to talk about and bring awareness to and talk to your senators Uh um, and send letters and call them because this is not okay yeah it's all from all levels of politics um local um state and national um because i'm sure there are parts of that that are working on all those levels like um you know because your state houses have been well that's on our list we won't get to that yet but yeah i mean state houses are also really important to those things so yeah yeah and i mean just to uh for clarification this pipeline is for oil Mm -hmm. so um in a land where we are trying to promote better um practices of more renewable sources of energy Mm -hmm. um having this is is really taking us a a thousand steps back in my opinion fair enough so yeah that's fair so a sandwich right we're going we're basically going (laughs) good bad good so number 10 on our list for good things that so jenna just i've talked about the 10 on our list for bad things for 10 on our list for um good things Several people uh, in B-Side were recognized for different, uh, I guess, accolades? Yeah. Throughout yeah. the year. Um, mm-hmm. 
you and I and Chad all were in Shout Out Atlanta at different points this year. Chad and I were also in Voyage ATL, which is, I think, a related um, media outlet to Shout Out Atlanta. Chad was also in Forbes, I yeah, think. Yeah, Forbes, the culture. Yeah. With, it's kind of like a play on words for the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got that, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. So, yeah, I mean... We worked so hard for B side, mm-hmm. and we we're also like working on our side hustles at the same right. time, <laughs> like you know, just honing our skills and our expertise. So I thought it was really cool that you know, all of the hard work is being recognized. Right, and I'm not. I'm gonna guess too. I don't know for sure, but I'm. I would put money on the fact that like Chanel and Dr. Dawson, which <laughs> Dr. Dawson <laughs> and, and um. Uh, Janae probably got some stuff too. I know for a fact that Dr. Tawson is always, always doing something big. So if she didn't get recognized for something, that's pretty much a crime. Agreed. They should probably go to jail if they didn't recognize her. But, and Janae, I mean, Janae had a baby. Yeah, Janae had a child, like a whole child. Right. (laughs) A beautiful, beautiful child. And she's still hustling. Like she's Mm -hmm. still getting stuff done. I don't Um, know how she does it, honestly. Yeah, the chapter there, uh, they are also working hard to mm-hmm. like still schedule things. Um, and so I'm just like, everyone is so cool. Like, I'm just <laughs> like trying to get on everyone else's level, basically. Yeah, same, honestly. But for sure, like Dr. Chanel, like I always see she's doing live. She's on TV. Right. Like she's just doing the thing. And like, please follow her, her TikTok because she's about to blow up. And I just want y'all to get there before she goes viral. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's at Toxin T. Yeah. Yeah. Happy for all of you guys. Keep doing your thing. Um, and then number nine on the bad side list. <laughs> it's I it just it just it just also sounds like a good Christmas list. It's we're like it sounds like we're Santa Claus. We're like still, we're like signing Santa <laughs> yeah, Claus right the, now. This is the, the good and the naughty list, yeah. I guess. <laughs> naughty and we're checking list. the list twice. <laughs> yeah. Um because we're gonna find out who is naughty and who is nice. Right, exactly. Because Santa Claus okay, I'm done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Fair>. <laughs> but on that bad side list, we did lose um, an activist, um, um, Bell Hooks. Um, and Jenna was explaining to me um, who she was earlier. Could you do that again for me? Yeah, so Bell Hooks unfortunately died this this past week at the age of 69. And a lot of us know Bell Hooks by the surname that she used and her government name, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. It's Gloria Jean Watkins. And so she was really known by her pen name, Bell Hooks. Mm-hmm. Um, but she is an author, a professor, a feminist, a social activist, always touting for black people and black women. There's just so many quotes that we say all the time that we don't even just realize actually come from her. So I just, it's just a major loss in the community and here, I'll just pull up a quick quote now just so that we can all kind of, maybe you've heard this, maybe you haven't, but there's a quote that says, the moment we choose to love, we begin to move towards freedom to act in ways that liberate ourselves and others. You know, that's just, it's beautiful. It's, it's nice. poetry mm-hmm. and, it, and it's just really a shock to our community and to a lot of black women who really looked up to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to have this loss is just kind of, tragic um but i am glad to see you know all over twitter all over black twitter you know people are starting to recognize who she was mm-hmm. and i just hope that we can continue to lift up um her legacy um so yeah no that's her i honestly um i don't think i recognize who she was it's nice to hear her. one it's nice to know that there are so many people out there who are working to make the black community better and then um, having a chance to learn about them even if the reasons why you learn about them might be because of their past since you still learn about their contributions so i'm sure she was a great person yeah 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 and she will be dearly missed um but yeah look her up if you haven't heard of her before now is the perfect time um she, you've probably seen it on on twitter or instagram or wherever you consume media so yeah look into it um uh-huh. for sure cool cool um so number nine um on our 
good side of the list. Um, we've had a lot of guests on Be Scientists this year, and they were all fantastic, actually. Like, those were some of my favorites, to be honest. Like, honestly, I think we had Chanel, actually, on here earlier this year, yeah. and I think that was one of, I, I cannot lie and say that many came close to that one. That was a great episode. Yes. Like, I always love whenever we get a chance to have Dr. Chanel Tolson mm-hmm. on, um, like we had her on the live stream. We did, and yeah. We were able to like bring her in earlier this year. And it was just like, she's such a great speaker. Mm-hmm. She's such a great science communicator. And and everyone always just gets so excited when whenever she comes on. And, and like, I feel like you can feel the excitement when we talk yeah. to her. So Honestly, she's got so much energy. She really does. <laughs> and she always has something amazing to say. Right. Like, it's always quotable. And I'm like, wow, yes, I love all of this. So, um, Donna Tolson, if you're listening, you should start a quote book. I would yes. definitely you should start if you started a self-help book I would definitely read it. absolutely absolutely maybe this is a little 2022 hey. uh, project you could look into it's, hey listen I'm right there I'm gonna be the first New York Times bestseller first week easily go on let's do it exactly but yeah we had uh Jenea Griffin mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh my goodness also amazing right uh we were also able to have uh Janae we had on, Janae on too yeah which was Awesome. We had Janae on with um, Dr. Theon Griffin. Yes. Who uh, is the author of The Magnificent Makers. You make, that's what it is. Magnificent Makers. Yes. Again, New Age Magnet School Bus. Highly recommend. Go check it out. Absolutely. And uh, we had Dr. Deborah Camille Lucas. Mm hmm. Black and Next. Black um, and, that's Black and Cardio. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Black and Cardio. Like people from Black and X community. Like mm-hmm, it's just, mm-hmm. just so cool. Um, and uh, we had Dr. Jordan Booker mm-hmm. um, with developmental psychology. Right, right. Uh, we had Bree Sims, Dr. Bree Sims. Dr. Bree Sims. A. <laughs> we got to see her before, right before she. Yeah, we, so we got to see her before. <laughs> yeah. So that was really cool. She's was stemmed by Bree. Right. Um, or stem ed. Stem ed by Bree. But both are, go hard. So right. it's great. Um, we also just had Dr. Michael J. Williams on here, a Philly scientist in the building. Hey. Yes. It was cool to see y'all vibing. Like, I was just like, <laughs> yeah, I can sense the, the Philly vibes Philly for vibes. sure. <laughs> like, this all makes a lot of sense for sure. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah, but um, we also, um, we're obviously going to keep um, looking for guests next year. Um, we've been talking a lot about who we would have. We already have ideas. And I, I think we're going to get some really amazing guests next year, too. So if you know someone who should be on Be Scientist, you know, let them know about us and tell them to reach out. Because that's kind of what happens sometimes. Like, sometimes people will be like, oh, I heard your podcast. Can I be on your podcast? And they were on the podcast. So listen, like that could happen to somebody you know. Yeah. And it could be you. Right? It could be you. Like, hey, you let's know. link up. Yeah. For real. <laughs> um, yeah, like for sure. I think we have a couple people that we already are interested in talking mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. But for real, like we can't do this without you. So please let us know if, if there's someone that you know that would be a great fit for the podcast. Because I'm sure we would want to have them on. Right. Like, literally anyone. <laughs> Like, Listen. Show up. Yeah, show up. Uh, so number eight, eight. eight. Mm-hmm. See, you know that's why we got a list. We got to <laughs> check it twice. We're on eight. So on eight, bad side of the list, super bad, is the outcome of the Kyle Rittenhouse case. Again, just a crazy year. Um, you know that was a continuous aspect aspect of 2020. So you know if you remember from 2020, there was the shooting in wisconsin and kyle rittenhouse um was the shooter um so seeing that play out uh where he was found not guilty on so many of those charges was a little disappointing yeah i think it was just it's disappointing i think more so in the fact that it wasn't surprising right Um, because everyone i was talking to the first thing what they would say without even giving any context was are you surprised and i would be like no no i'm not I'm really not because continually in this country, I keep seeing a trend of, well, not even a trend. It's just, it's been ingrained in our system of racial injustice, of mm-hmm. just having corrupted uh, justice systems. Um, if you paid attention 
during the Cower in the House case, you could just see blatant um, acts of, of injustice mm-hmm. with the judge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I could stop right there. Like, you know, it's just really crazy to see that happen uh, in 4K, <laughs> as the kids say. Um, like, it's just, it was wild. <laughs> you really could see yeah. it, like, right there. Like, so. Honestly, yeah. I mean, there is. I remember that week as it was all happening there was like one there was one charge that i saw that he wasn't going to be guilty for before the rest came in and i was like man if he's not guilty for that he's they're not going to find him guilty for anything else now there were some parts of the trial that were like okay sure like i'll even fine like there was i guess one of the people that he shot um apparently had some mental health problems or something like that but it still goes back to the fact that this teenage boy was like i'm gonna travel to a different state to basically be a vigilante and be basically rewarded for that like fundamentally that's what happened in this trial so any so yeah sure there were some other things that happened that make it seem like he but it's just like but that's still the fundamental thing that happened it's like he was like i'm going to go at a to armed to a protest like that is an inciting event by itself like that to me doesn't seem right but apparently the justice system does not agree so there's that yeah i i don't understand how you can just show up to a protest with an ar-15 and just be like oh i wasn't planning to kill people like are you kidding me that's ridiculous are you kidding me anyway right so (laughs) on the good side of the list stem noir stem noir was amazing um it was a wellness retreat uh, for black and uh, brown women in STEM uh, to be recognized and to really have a sense of community amongst each other. Um, there are so many great uh, speakers, keynote speakers. Uh, it, the whole thing was just amazing. And it was so well organized by everyone at STEM Noir, including Dr. Chanel Tolson. Again. In the building, always. <laughs> and so um, it was just amazing. And even though it was virtual, I think it really paid off for a lot of people who were feeling down. Uh-huh. Um, and so it's it's so important to have things like that. And I'm really looking forward to 2022. Um, hopefully, if things kind of chill out with these variants just coming up <laughs> left and right. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the 2022 retreat. It's supposed to happen in Puerto Rico. What? So, hey. yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to go to that. I'm so, not jealous. It's fine. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, you know. It's I'm whatever. jealous. It's, I, I'm jealous. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just something that was really good, a really great thing to happen in 2021. Something that we really needed to happen, honestly. Puerto Rico. Oh, my God. Right? Jeez. Puerto Rico. Like, I'm trying to be on the beach. You know what I mean? When is it? When it's in... Well, this one was in like June-ish. Yeah, mm-hmm. so this one was in June. So the, I'm I'm assuming the next one will also be somewhere around that time period. <sighs> I don't think a date has been settled on just yet. Puerto Rico in June. Yeah, yeah. I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can like book a hotel next to us and be like, "Hey guys, what's up?" Uh, that might <laughs> I be just li- happen to be here. I might, that might be a little creepy. I'm gonna let y'all. <laughs> You're going to let us have that one? Okay. <laughs> but I am jealous. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. So. Um, so moving to number seven for good and bad. Voting laws being challenged across the U.S. Um, there's only so much we can say so about this, honestly, because um, we are not a political organization. We're a nonprofit. However, we will talk about it and saying that it seems like very much like this is all in response. In fact, I won't even say it seems. It is in response to a lot of the things that happened in the 2020 election, and it definitely seems like a power play. And it's very disappointing because a lot of these um, voting laws that are being challenged um, seem specifically targeted at um, underrepresented groups and hoping to suppress those groups from voting, which is highly disappointing. Yeah, and I don't know. I it's just it's something that I hoped wouldn't happen, but mm-hmm. of course, when Sorry. things happen, um, that 
Yeah, it's it's hard to talk about this one without getting too political. But the yeah. the whole point is that underrepresented communities are are being marginalized in this case. And Again. Yeah, it's this is not okay because this is downstream of a lot of different things that could happen, mm-hmm. um, outcomes that could happen as a result that relate to health and and in the environment and everything. It just these are all connected themes. Mm-hmm. So it's just something to really look out for and and to advocate for because I don't see this simmering down anytime soon, unfortunately. No, and it's also um, it's also just poorly timed because we are coming out of the census which means that a lot of the um, district lines and things like that that are supposed to be um, you know the balance for what communities um, vote on certain issues like that whole system is now in flux so for these to come up about now for these challenges to all these voting laws to come up and with gerrymandering, gerrymandering being a thing, and all of this redistricting happening, it makes the political landscape. There's a lot of concern out there, um, to say the very least. Uh, so that doesn't mean you shouldn't vote. I'm definitely, just, definitely just, just mm-hmm. go vote, but just be aware of those things, and just make sure you do your um, do diligence before you go vote um, later this year, as we are. Approaching midterm election season, so be prepared for that. There are, again, we're a nonprofit. We can't really throw our hats behind anybody, but we are excited about some of the things that are happening out there. Yeah, so definitely just make sure you're registered to vote. Don't let them take your vote. Don't. Just make sure. Because they're trying right now. Oh, yeah. So don't let them happen. I don't know why you lay down for that. So Yeah. Yeah, so number eight, um, still on number eight, but this time on the good side. Perseverance landing on Mars. Wow. So cool. It's dope. It's dope. Like, you know, with all the political stuff happening, it's nice to just be like, hey, we we put something else far away from here that has not the same political implications as other things. So that was cool to see. Absolutely. And to also bring along so many different kinds of science that we mm-hmm, can now explore mm-hmm. on Mars, like the Raman spectroscopy aspect yeah. really is cool to me. Just everything, the sampling methods of, that they're able to to like pull off with this mission is like just beyond the scope of what I thought was possible. Mm-hmm. So And beyond the scope of what I understand, honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited to see what, what all we can learn from, from this. See, because I'm such like a huge like... I don't know. I wouldn't say I'm the biggest space nerd, but I try to pay attention. I I, I found recently that when they first announced that they were going to be sending a rover or to Mars, basically, or another one, that they had gave out, like, tickets, like, airline tickets, basically, on NASA. And I found the one that I did, and I was very excited to see that I did that. I was like, (laughs) this paid off. And was it a major accomplishment for me? No, not really. It is it insignificant probably but i did it and i'm happy about it yes so moving on from that we're going to our number six um spots on that bad side this one happened very recently within the last couple weeks um a tornado went through lexington kentucky and other parts of the midwest and i think about 80 people is that correct yeah so there's still people missing all throughout this area unfortunately and it's really been pretty devastating and they've had to put themselves in a state of emergency obviously because this happened so fast and and was pretty unexpected i think for this time of the year Mm. um and unfortunately it seems like there was a lot of foul play um at the hands of corporations who weren't really allowing people to leave their job at this mm. time. And the thing with tornadoes is you really know, don't know what's going to happen. Right. Um, and so a lot of these people who were missing or, or now were found died at the hands of this tornado, this tragic disaster. Um, you know, they weren't able to see their families at all before this happened. And, and um, I think it's just really tragic and, and kind of speaks to a lot of, the injustice to people who work in in these industries 
there's a lot of different industries being affected right now um, who are trying to fight back. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just really tragic. And I just, my heart just goes out to those who have lost the, uh, either a loved one or their their home, right? So. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's sad because uh, that's, it's all, I guess it's always kind of floating out there, but uni, uni, unionization has been a real hot button topic in 2021, and I'm really just putting that together in my head as you're talking about it, um, because, and it's not just some of those corporations that <clears throat> have been talked about um, in this tornado, because I know um, Amazon is one that's been brought up. Um, but then there have been other industries that have been trying to unionize. I like, for for example, even with us podcasting, um, I just found out yesterday that iHeartRadio employees are unionizing, which is a big step because um, that's one of the major podcast um, corporations in the game. So that's nice to hear. But then just across the board, um, with because of the pandemic, with rising inflation and all those things that you know having people not have a way to express themselves and try to get better working conditions yeah i think kellogg is another one that you know uh they're they're fighting for better uh Mm. you know just employee rights and okay and kellogg is not it's not having it frosted flakes uh, not having it yeah come on now tell me what you're doing exactly (laughs) come on what yeah it's terrible so well, I guess I'm not even Frosted Flakes anytime soon. Yeah. Yeah. Which is probably for the better. Honestly, <laughs> I'm not even upset. Like, I usually we try to stay away from attacking people. <laughs> but, like, one, it's just sugar. So, like, uh, you know, it's, I can find something else. Exactly. Exactly. Shop local. Shop local. anything. Yeah. So. All right. Well, before we attack another corporation, let's try to get to the good <laughs> side of the list. Um, one thing we did this year um, was we... Um, spoke with a high school in Wisconsin, um, which was cool. Um, it, it was me, Chad, and another one of our newer members, basically. Um, I think she was, um, I forget her name right now, and I apologize. She was part of the USC chapter, University of South, University of South Carolina chapter of Um And it was a good event. Uh, you know, honestly, thinking about it now, this this year, besides that event, um, and we'll, there were some other ones on here, actually. Um, that we'll talk about but we had the most events in our second year which is nice to see because last year with everything happening we were very much kind of just trying to figure that out like what we were going to do um but we had a number of events this year that um we're live or incorporated people so that they can take place like we usually just do the podcast but this year we had events that people could take part in so that was great i love that aspect of it it was um as we were talking about earlier with just meeting members like you know, that's always nice. And then in this event specifically, when talking to high school students, um, it was nice to just have the chance to, like, talk about the things that I wish I was aware of when I was a, a high school student. Because I was not thinking about being a scientist. Yeah, no, the the public service that was you guys were able to do, it's, like, so important and part of, like, the mission that, that we're trying to, mm-hmm. to, you know, put forth and and educate the youth and let them know that it's possible. Right. It's so possible. Be so, scientists. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I thought that was really cool. And the sky's the limit. There's more uh, students that that we should be talking to and, and who want to hear from us. So, yeah. yeah. And I also think next year we'll try to make that something that is known that we can do um, since we've done it. And, you know, um, as we'll talk about later, you know, um, there are reasons why that could happen, you know. So that was number six. We're going to move on to the five list or our five things we liked and hated. Um, on the bad side, Texas has a number of a number of problems. Actually, I'm looking at our list right now <laughs> and they go back to back. But let's start with the fact that um, Texas courts are basically challenging Roe v. Wade, which um, basically is has to do with a, a woman's right to abort. Um, I don't remember at what week it is, but my understanding of this whole thing is that basically if you even like try to help someone who wants to abort in Texas, that you could be sued 
and it's basically the threat of suing you that is the challenge and that's ridiculous yeah putting a bounty on a woman choosing what to do with her body is some of the most evil things i've ever heard of yeah honestly Um, and the fact that it's just happening in broad daylight like (laughs) Yeah, you can you can sue someone choosing to go have an abortion. I think that's wild. I think that's really wild to put a bounty on 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 a person like that. The fact that you're even saying bounty is just immediately thinking like, this is either the wild wild west or it's thirteen hundred Europe. Like, what are we doing right now? Yeah, neither of which I want to be living in. No. Um, the last I checked, it's twenty twenty one, about to be twenty twenty two, and here we are falling back in ancient history honestly what i thought was ancient history but is continuing to be just you know repeating history it's it feels like but the thing that i want to drive home is that you can't you can't eradicate abortion you will only make it unsafe right because you're just kind of choosing to not think about other people other than your own uh agenda which i think is just disgusting Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. A woman can it, the a woman choosing to have an abortion has nothing to do with you, no. right? Like, no, they don't uh, they don't owe you an explanation, <laughs> right? So, like, I just think it's wild that we're having to make that case, and it's happening not just in Texas. They just decided to plant the seed, um, but right. now it's it's really kind of spreading across the South, mostly mm. in parts of the Midwest, I think. Um, but Georgia is right on the heels of with the heartbeat bill, you know, so this is really something to pay attention to if you care about uh, people who are able to reproduce. Uh, so just think about that. And it's crazy, too, because it's 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 basically like we already established this because Roe v. Wade. So why are we it's just crazy to think that we have to have this conversation again. But here we are going into 2022 here we are and on that note let's <laughs> move on to actually this is kind of appropriate for this um earlier this year um in february i believe b-side worked with um the national science policy network to do an event on black comic scientists what we did was we just talked about how nerdy we were it was called Black and Afrofuturism, I believe, in comics. And we just talked about a lot of the comic books um, that um, we grew up with. Like, I know, for ex- example, that Khalil was a really big comic book dude. So he talked about some of the ones that you might have already known about. But there were also ones that are, like, newer and kind of, like, indie that he talked about, too. And even recently, for example, like, during that event, we talked about um, a comic book character named Naomi who's like a black comic book character and she's going to get a show on CW and I just saw the first teaser trailer for that not too long ago and I think Lawrence Fishburne is like helping to produce it or something so like I really like that event but I think it's appropriate because as we were just talking about with this Texas thing and Texas is about to come up again um the National Science Policy Network um is a great community for you know for young and upcoming scientists usually in college or but i'm sure they would be happy to have people who are a little bit younger than that but anyway but it's a great community to talk to other scientists who are committed to um being in that political realm and trying to make the world a better place and i say that because as we get to the number four things on our both our good and bad list here comes texas again because Earlier this year, again, Texas had a power grid failure that was super preventable. And if I don't, if I'm not mistaken, we talked about this one, actually. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything is bigger in Texas, including <laughs> yeah. their ability to just <laughs> yeah. create so many problems for themselves. Mm-hmm. And not the people, right? Just the people who are in charge. Right. Just causing all kinds of havoc, wreaking havoc everywhere. Ridiculous. But yeah, this is something that was completely avoidable, should not have happened. Left a lot of people in really dangerous, dangerous conditions. Yeah, like flooding, flooding happening because pipes were bursting. Right. That was pretty scary. Um, yeah. People's houses literally getting destroyed from this. Uh, Easily preventable thing. But yeah, this was uh, as a result of 
indirect, well, not indirectly, directly related to climate change because mm-hmm. they were hitting record low numbers right. um, that just are not usual for Texas. Mm-hmm. But on top of that, just safety violations left and right mm-hmm. that should have been handled well in advance of this that were just ignored, frankly. So, yeah. Good job, really, Texas. Really bad, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like you had a great year. Yeah, yeah. Just total dumpster fire. <laughs> yep. Uh, so let's go to the Cassandras. <laughs> Before we rag on Texas again. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so... One thing that happened earlier this year, too, that was kind of surprising, actually, is that uh, we were podcast of the month for um, women in science and engineering research at Northwestern or Wiser New Grad, which we didn't even know we were up for when it happened. Yeah, I had no idea. I was like, oh, my God, did you see this? Yeah. I was like, yeah, I saw it. I was like, what? I just remember, it's like, who are these people? <laughs> it's just like, what happened? We never knew we were up for it, but we appreciate it, and thank you. Yeah, it's really cool to know that people are, like, listening, mm-hmm. like, not just here in Georgia, but, like, not even just in Philly, but, like, all over the place. Apparently. Actually, I'm thinking about, I, really, I recently looked at um, our podcast statistics, and I think people in Texas were listening. So, oh, listen, Texas, sorry. it's not you. It's not necessarily you. It's the people who are really into you. Just get that together. Yeah. But, yeah, but that was cool. Yeah, but like you said, like, it's cool to see that, uh, you know, we we get people listening in places that we don't really expect sometimes. I think some, I, again, looking at the podcast, I saw, like, people and, like, europe which i'm like who who yeah i mean if it's incredible it truly is yeah yeah and it's not like we i can kind of think about who it might have been but it's just like it's still just wild to think that we have that reach yeah and moving on to another we're in the top three now top three of of both the good and bad list so things are going to get kind of heavy Starting off with another three on the bad side was the January 6th insurrection, um, also known as the Capitol Hill riots, which, man, hmm. that once was a day, to be honest. You know, what are your yeah. thoughts? Um, I've, I've never been so afraid to live in the United States Honestly. than that, that day in particular, because I really thought I was Sorry. in like Civil War era. I, it felt like it. I I was concerned that I was gonna walk out my door the next day and I don't know what was gonna happen to me. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I agree. Just there have been a lot of like monumental and historical events in the lifespan of a millennial. But wow just just fucking wow honestly like that one is almost like i don't want to call it cherry on top because it was not but just like it's just it just highlights how crazy of a time we've been living in for like the last 20 to like 40 years or so just because that one's like out of all of them like that one is definitely definitely going in the history book just like what the fuck was going on that day and when you look at like what led to that event and then like we were talking about um back on number seven on our list with the voting laws being challenged and then when we look at what was going on and last year like the the elections for 2020 it's just like whoa yeah never has misinformation been mm. a more important topic than looking at the january 6th insurrection honestly because it, that's what it will do that's <laughs> how dangerous misinformation is honestly like and, um go ahead yeah no it, we just i the lesson has not been learned clearly no i was going to make a parallel between like the like the salem witch trials where you know people were just like oh this person is a witch and everyone was like sure you know that's it that type of mass hysteria has happened before and you would think that you know you hear about those things and you're like that's stupid that could never happen in fact why would anyone be a witch but then you look at what you look at the modern parallels to it and you're like oh i get it now 
Yeah. It's like, learn what metaphors are. Like, Jesus. <laughs> Just learn what metaphors are, people. That's really all you got to do. You really can't take things so literally sometimes. No. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah. Let's talk about something better. Let's talk about something way better. The Black and X inaugural conference happened um, right around Juneteenth this year. It was definitely one of my favorite events of the year because it was almost it was also a combination. It's a combination of a lot of things. It one just the massive. I I'm think I've been calling it a revolution actually that has been happening in Black science. Um, going back to another crazy event that happened in 2020 with. On the same day that George Floyd got killed, there was the Black Murder event in New York, which just sparked just protests across the country, but also just a lot of black scientists going, we've had enough. And there was Black and Kim, um, Eliza, we were saying, um, Black and Cardio. We've had um, Dr. Kamal Kaz on here. And, you know, those things like culminated in the Black and X conference this year and um a lot of b-side was part of it um i did a a workshop on i think leadership um janae did a conference on or not a conference she did a, a workshop on i think it was something with politics and i know dr talson again like just did, did something too uh, i forget and then she also said on the one she was um, a panelist for the one i i um was leading so we were all over there but it's just nice to and then meeting new people from that community or for not just like just the broader black and next community because um there were just a lot of people who started multiple black and next weeks crazy like I, how do you have time it's, <laughs> it's but it's just it's just wow and i appreciated all of that yeah i think it just goes to show like when you really show up for yourself the way that we've been showing up for ourselves in the black and x community it just it really makes a huge difference in in our mental health i think just being sure, able to yeah. like connect with people who mm -hmm. who are just as excited about the things that you're excited about like there's nothing more beautiful than representation um and that's all i've seen all year like the black and x community has mm -hmm. been so important so yeah it was really cool yeah, don't be surprised if in 2022 you get more of them. Like, because mm -hmm. why not? Like, they are amazing. Um, we've talked about a couple of them already. Um, um, as we've tried to think about who we might invite on the podcast next year, and I'm sure more might pop up. Honestly, like it seems like every day that someone else is like, "Hey, I should start a Black next week that's focused on this," and they do it. So you know. Yeah, it's a good way to not feel so alone. Exactly. Because if you find out like oh i like this really niche thing oh wow me too like right. it's just nice so yeah so looking forward to all that and looking forward to that continuing to grow which i hope it does um you know we talk to them and talk about what, how things can move forward and i'm excited to see what might happen yeah and then moving on to um number two on this um as we get to our both the number two for good and bad we get to um, the COPE 26 climate action um, or event and it fell short which considering some of the things we've already touched on this year about climate change this year is highly disappointing so basically I don't remember all the details from that event but basically what happened was a bunch of the most developed countries in the world, some of the more powerful leaders all got together at a conference basically and talked about how they were going to tackle climate change. And I remember the reaction from media um, and journalists after the event being like, they did things, but it's still not enough. And to be this deep into which has been now a decades fight against climate change and for all these people to get into a room and go, we're going to do something about it. And to still fall short is disappointing to say the very least. Yeah. I mean, I know I like to kid around that time doesn't exist because it doesn't, but um, it's like it, time is of the essence. And um, we're already starting to see the effects of climate change happen right in front of us. And mm -hmm. it's not going to get better. I mean, it's just not right. Nope. So it's not. Um, it's just really upsetting to, to see, like, these are clear things that we can change and fix and implement to make things better and to still fall short is just, 
Yeah, it's disappointing. It's really disappointing. It's disappointing because as we've talked about um, a number of things on this list, from the pipelines um, to the tornado in Texas to the power grid failure, it all of those things. And then one thing I put I put a note to myself to talk about this on here too, is that this year Hurricane Ida came through the northeast, and it did a job on both on all of the northeast cities like Philly. We talked about it on the podcast, how 676 was just going underwater. Ridiculous. And not to mention that the one of the biggest subway systems in the world in New York completely flooded. That's wow. That should not be happening. This And then I was listening to another podcast. Um, I was listening to Factually with Adam Conover um, a couple of days ago, and he was talking to someone about water. And this is the second time in the last 20 years that the New York system, um, New York subway system flooded. And they had just fixed it from the first time when this had ridiculous people, ridiculous. Yeah. These are, these are events that are going to keep happening is, mm-hmm. is what's so scary. Um, and they don't come without fatalities. Nope. So, you know, lives are being lost because we can't figure it out. <laughs> like, it's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, the only the only thing that has happened um, that has helped move things in the right direction is that recently there was a logistics bill that got passed that had things about climate change in it and hoping to get certain industries um, to net new like um, I was about to say net neutrality. That's not what it was. Um, <laughs> carbon neutral, um, but even that might not be enough now. Like there needs to be a lot more and we got to get on this like it it it's not just like uh, one thing i've also heard too is that it's on the individual but it's not just on the individual it needs to be like one person alone like even a hundred people a city cannot be climate change it needs to be everybody it needs to be the corporations it needs to be the politicians if it's not that then it will not happen and it needs to start with those two things first honestly yeah, I think it really comes back to like the priorities that this country is putting forth. Like, mm-hmm. I saw a, a, a quote uh, on on some social media that was just like, you know, we can't drink oil. You, you know, no. all these pipelines. Sure, you can pop them up, make the millions that you make from it, but people still have to live in these conditions. People still have to like function. Right. Um, and this is beyond the scope of what one person or a community of people can do. So yeah, just agreeing with you that like, this cannot fall back on, on the people, you know, like it's just not fair. It's not, it's, 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 yeah, I can't even say anything else, but it's not fair. And moving to number two (laughs) on August 28th, we had a live stream event. Um, That was, probably one of my favorite because we had talked about that one for a while you know talking about we talked about trying to get as many board members on one episode of be scientists as possible and we finally did it um for our a28 live stream and who else did we have but dr chanel tawson and of course we had our science communication officer chad singleton who um also hosts the square round table and it was a great episode. And yeah. we didn't even talk. I don't feel like we talked enough chat about Chad this, honestly. Like, Chad has had so many amazing guests on his podcast this year. Yes. It's kind of crazy. Chad is busy, okay? <laughs> yeah. He is always, always doing something. Right. Not to mention uh, the conference coming up in February. Right. ComSciCon. ComSciCon is coming up. Chad is on the organizing committee. Hey, Chad. Like, come on. Like, he is really doing stuff. Doing big so things. yeah, definitely check him out. And it was so cool to have him on. Like I feel like I was talking to celebrities. <laughs> Honestly. It was just like, wow, I'm in the presence of greatness. Yeah. So I remember the so a couple of people that Chad has had on his podcast this year. He's had like two people who were like the English um actors for people on the squid uh, um squid game am i saying the name right yeah squid yeah, game, squid game. Yeah, which i watched like not that long ago but i forget anyway but like 
I remember the first day he told me about it. I was just like, what are you saying right now? He was like, yeah, I got the cop. I was like, you got who? You got the cop. And then the next the next episode was um one of the women who was in part of the games. And I'm like, how? How are you doing this? And then the episode right after that, he had the 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 model who they used for Abby in The Last of Us 2. And I was like, bro, you what how are you doing this? And he's just like, I just reached out to people. And I'm like, that's a lot, man. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna have to see how he reaches out to people because like they just will show up and I'll be like just show what? Up. You just talked to them? And they said <laughs> yes. That that's how that works. Seriously? <laughs> yeah it's crazy and he just he just keeps doing it and he just keeps getting bigger names it's like wow yeah like there is no limit to to who chad can ask to, honestly to show up. i don't think it is <laughs> yeah i i really think he could get like joe biden to show up he might something. he might just be like what are you doing right now michelle obama <laughs> she yeah. might just show up yeah like just casual man. too so man Definitely follow the score roundtable. They they it's always so interesting, right? And cool. Whoever they have on, it's just like wow, he did it again. Again, <laughs> he did it again. <laughs> All right, so we're at our number ones um, for good and bad. Um, but before we get to that, we I do want to talk about the honorable mention. It's honestly very appropriate to talk about right now. I saw it's that, and I wish I I wish I would have did a little bit better research on this. But it says something like we've pretty much vaccinated at least 50% of the world. But as the reason I'm saying I wish I would have did more research on this because I, I said that to Jenna earlier and she immediately was like, that's probably most just of the developed countries, which leads into our number one for things we hated about 2021, which is the pandemic just keeps going. Um, yep. As we speak right now, we're dealing with the the omicron variant and it's just we're like halfway through the greek alphabet right now yeah and i also just looked at the global death total um total we've had 274 million cases and 5.34 million deaths um since the pandemic started last march 2020 and honestly december 2019 is when they really started that's crazy yeah and i don't know how many times we can harp on how terrible this is it, it doesn't matter if you had like a very mild case and like oh it was whatever people aren't having mild cases um and you have to have some compassion especially for our healthcare workers who are literally going to battle every day um but yeah just going back to the other half of the world that's not vaccinated currently um, these uh, underdeveloped countries who aren't getting the recognition or help that they could be getting from these uh, uh, other developed countries who have mm. stocks of vaccines and just not being able to send it to these other countries. It's just kind of disgusting. Like, um, like in, especially now with the Omicron variant that was um, initially discovered uh, in, w from scientists in South Africa uh, and the first thing that people did was start banning countries from right. South Africa, even though they're the ones that <laughs> yeah. helped out the rest of the world with finding this new variant, mm -hmm. um, which is just crazy because it's just goes back to xenophobia and, yeah. and just exclusion. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's just <laughs> how many times are we going to do this? So that's a great question, Jenna. I'm also just thinking about um, those numbers that I just said. I'm like, what's how would that look you know like i'm playing I'm like a mental game of like what those numbers will look like the population of the united states is like 300 million people somewhere i think it's a little bit more that's how, almost that many people in the world have gotten covid at least once the death total 5.34 million i think that's about either the population. That's I think, L.A. is like six million people. I think I might be a little bit off, but I think it's around that because I know it's Chicago's like two million and L.A. is a little bit is is bigger than that. So that's 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 what happened in the span 
of a year in like almost two years now. That's that's what happened. Like and then you're talking about um this logistic problem of we have stockpiles of the vaccine here in America. And yet there are people <laughs> who are like, Yeah, but the vaccine but the, I'm not getting it. What it what? Yep. It's it's crazy. It's yeah. it is ridiculous. And then you were saying earlier about the um how January sixth is why misinformation is not good. And here it is again. It, it just it is the I cannot explain how like there are a lot of reasons like I've been having mental health problems. Grad school, the state of the world, but like specifically misinformation is one that like really just gets me sometimes it i will go down spirals of like why i hate hearing about conspiracy theories and hearing about like people just doing bad science and oof. yeah i i'm really tired of seeing videos of people on their deathbed essentially saying oh i didn't believe in covid before but now that i have it please get vaccinated right don't wait until you're on your deathbed to say that yeah. um just you know that's that's uh, that's all I can really say. Yeah, and get the booster shot. And like and because I was trying to get it and it's hard to get it right now because so many people were like this is about to happen again. We thought we were done. Like you get the boost if you have a chance to get the booster shot, get the booster shot. And even get the flu flu vaccine this year. Do whatever you need to. Like this has been going on for 2 years. Like you know, we let's yeah <laughs> yeah we got to do something about it now um or it's just going to keep getting worse yeah these variants don't just occur out of nowhere they occur because people are still getting sick and it's allowed to mutate within that time span so i mean we don't need to keep doing this we don't need to keep doing this um but we're going to segue to the one thing that was really good about 2021 um which is that we had B-Side, Black Science Coalition and Institute, had a record year for donations. I, we haven't done the tally yet, but we know that we had our, singers, our single biggest donation day during the 828 live stream event, um, um, which is part of Give Back, uh, Young Black and Giving Back Institute's Giving Black Day, which has a lot of things to do with what that day means in the black community from the day that Martin Luther King did um, his um, walk on Washington, his march on Washington, um, to some other events that um, we talked about during the live stream. Um, and just thank you, like, from the bottom of our hearts as we go into 2022. Like, there are a lot of things that we can now, we have the flexibility to do just with um, the, those donations that we got that day and the ones that we've been getting all year. Um, I can't wait to see what we do in 2022 because of that. Um, but I could gush about it all day, but Jenna, what you got? Yeah, no, I think it was really cool to see, uh, everyone kind of collectively understand and realize where we're coming from and, and the vision that we have, um, and the things that we want to accomplish. And it's just really nice to, to get that recognition and to just feel a part of something. Um, I think a lot of what was the downfall for me of this past year was just not feeling like I fit in anywhere. But really, I think B-Side has been that one place where I know that I, I fit in and mm -hmm. and I can feel confident in that. Yeah, Madam Founder. <laughs> <laughs> Barely. No, but not. definitely. But seriously. Wholeheartedly. It, it's, it's been really nice uh, for sure. And, and it, it gives me like a reason to, to want to do more. Um, and I just can't wait to see where we go in the next year and beyond. And I just hope you want to be a part of it um, as you've continued to be. I hope maybe if this is your first episode, maybe not. But mm -hmm. either way, I'm, I'm glad you're here and I'm glad that we can all kind of uh, keep doing this. So, yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks, everyone. Um, we have a lot planned for 2022. Um, we are like some of the things are just things that we couldn't accomplish for whatever reason in 2021 um so you know those are going to happen next year like the magazine for example is some one thing that we're like right on the cusp of being done of um or done for in terms of in 
getting it ready so we can start putting stuff on the website for it um and then um like we were saying earlier um, a bunch of different guests that we have in mind to put on the podcast and some other things that you know probably just need to be worked out a little bit more but they're on the way one thing i will say is like if you know someone who helps produce podcasts (laughs) could you let them know about us because we would love to have someone help us produce the podcast and make it a little bit better because one thing we talked about earlier this year was um doing um deep dives yes but you know um that takes a lot of work it does and, time and effort right so if we had a podcast producer we could definitely get that done so if you know someone just let them know about b-side um our contact information is contact us at the b-side.org um or you can just go to b-side.org um and you can find it there um but i know jenna has to go so i think this might also be the last time i see you in 2021 yeah so thank you thank you for being part of b-side yeah, and I just can't wait to keep doing this uh, in the new year. And I can't wait for you and I to encourage people to be scientists. We'll see you next year, people. We out. <laughs> <laughs> be Scientists is a podcast by the Black Science Coalition and Institute, or BSI, a 501c3 nonprofit. Be Scientists is hosted by both Jenna Carpenter, chemist. And BSAS Research and Development Officer, and Jordan Chapman, Geoarchaeologist, and BSAS President. Music is produced by Delarallo, and lyrics are by Ed Yana. Special thanks to Michael Mike Castor Marshall and the Plaza Abbey Studios. If you'd like to donate to BSI, visit our official website, bsci.org. That's b-sci.org. Your donation supports the B-Scientist and BSI's other projects. We couldn't do it without you. So, please tune in next time, and always, be scientists.